Everybody and welcome back to another episode of First and Last, the TV podcast to rule them all. My name is Josh. With me, I have Joe. Hey, man. And Jimmy. And I am Josh. What are we doing? You're, I'm Jimmy. Wait, I'm Jimmy. What's up, dogs? <laughs> You're gonna confuse them. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have started on number 149, listener. Uh, ooh, 149. It's important to keep the characters straight. <laughs> but just in case they did start on 149, Joe, what is this podcast? Uh, each week we take a different TV show and talk about it. That's it. <laughs> you don't watch any of it. It's <laughs> trying to describe the pod in like the most boring way. <laughs> no, we take... You, you did it. <laughs> we talk. And it's long. It. That's it. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> uh, we take a TV show, but only watch the first and the last episode. Nothing in between. It's typically shows we haven't seen or shows we've only seen part of, but not all the way through. So we're just like going blind at a show and judging it by its just its surface. <laughs> Literally by its cover. <laughs> yeah. And its back cover. Yeah, look at both sides of the book, not mm-hmm. complete assholes. I mean, I flip a <laughs> when, when I flip a book around before I purchase it, so you know there's merit to that. I think. Yeah, and I'll be honest. I think you can judge books by their cover. <laughs> if we're gonna if we're gonna get into this, but I've like, definitely like picked what edition. You know, I've definitely picked out like a. Like a book where I'm like, I don't know what this book is, but it looks fun because the cover is dope. And you know what? I feel like more times than not, that has worked out for me. <laughs> uh, hmm. I mean, sometimes you get a, a real a real pooper, but you know, yeah. sometimes you get a series that you love all yeah. of a sudden. Green Eggs and Ham did not deliver. <laughs> You were like you were you were 27 years old when you discovered that <laughs> yeah. book. That was weird. I thought this was gonna go somewhere, but it was the same thing over and over again. <laughs> uh, so everyone's quarantine's good still. We're uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I've lost track of time. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can I can hear you there. It's uh, I'm on I'm on uh. Like at work, you're like you have to take up, you have to take vacation because you you like it's literally a lose it use it or lose it scenario. Mm-hmm. Got to right. use it this year. And I'm like, would I just take a week off of work and also just sit for a while? <laughs> like it's not like I can go anywhere. Especially as Americans, we're not allowed to literally go anywhere. Not that I would want to fly mm-hmm. anywhere right now, anyway. Yeah, I think mean, you, you can fly some places. Yeah, but like I am not trying to I'm not trying to sit on a corona tube for a couple hours. <laughs> sit in a corona tube to go somewhere to also just sit in a room. 
right, right. yeah it's not like it's not like you're going to all the bars and restaurants and all the local lives like scenery around town i mean you know, we could go to florida you can do whatever you want there apparently so yeah you can you can die <laughs> they're allowed to do i mean eventually if florida keeps moving the way they're moving right like we're actually gonna have to like everyone there will die and then the rest of america will like recolonize florida because <laughs> mm-hmm. there won't be anybody left man that'll be a, just like pandemonium can i go pan i'm gonna go dig for gold in the in the the depths wi- of the uh, wild wild east the wild <sighs> that'll be fun joe what show <laughs> did you bring <laughs> Uh, what show did I bring? Like I just like what, what show are you presenting? What DVD some today? Did you? DVD, yeah, I got some DVDs in a paper bag. Yeah, uh, you ma- you you pre-mailed the DVDs uh, like last week to us, and we all open them up now. Yeah. Joe flicks. <laughs> it used to be not DVDs and not um, that at all, I guess. But <laughs> did you used to like bring like Super Nintendo games over to a friend's house? Like I used oh, to bring those in like a paper bag. Game swap. Like I don't know why it was a paper bag every time, but it felt more secure than just like sticking it in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, a little bit better, amazing. yeah. It adds a little bit of protection. Yeah, yeah, I totally would like, like, oh, I got this game. It would be like PlayStation One games though, mm-hmm. as well. Super Nintendo and PlayStation One games got transferred around a lot. Yeah, like, I guess I'm we thinking cartridge because there isn't really like you got to protect like the little chip in there, but CD right, at least but, has a CD case. Yeah, yeah. True. You can just hold the cartridge and stick it in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the visual of Joe just brown bagging some cartridges <laughs> from the 95. Yeah. <laughs> just like, here's what I got today. Here's what we're playing. This, this Nintendo 64 uh, game that i literally holding in my hand right now just fits in the front pocket of my shirt. Like, yeah, I could great. just be yeah. like, no come bags over, needed. Joe. <laughs> yeah. Save also, Dr. Mario 64. Great game that i'm holding mm-hmm. it's like dr mario but in 3d no it's not in 3d it's just <laughs> it's just just like dr mario still it's like but dr mario like, except you have to hold a weird controller yeah <laughs> there you go that's more accurate so all right what dig show a, are dig we dig around in my paper bag and pull out uh six seasons of Shit's creek Heck oh, is yes. that what we're doing today? Yeah. Heck yes, Joe. Is that a S C H? Yeah, S C H I T T S. But we should probably bleep it out every time we say Shit's Creek. <laughs> yeah, I'll to- I'll totally do that when I edit. Um, yeah, a show I know a little bit about. I've I feel like I've seen some gifs, but it's been recommended mm-hmm. a lot. I feel like people say it's really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. <laughs> I've I my wife and I like binged it a while ago. Um, my dad got a free subscription, whatever your like week of of um YouTube TV, so that mm. you could watch the last because the last season's still not on, still not out yet, right? For for yeah. streaming, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So we like had a timetable and just like powered through the whole thing, and it's excellent. <laughs> I'm I'm very curious to see how it holds up as to do a first and last because I think 
Do you guys have any idea, like any of the background of this show? Um, I mean, my assumption, I'm looking at the Wikipedia, not reading any of the words. Uh, just looking at like <laughs> the logo. Cover. Well, yeah, just looking at the logo. So obviously like shit or the, or shits is uh, the family name, I would assume. Mm-hmm. A family of shits live uh, and there's a money symbol for the last S. So I'm assuming it's a possibly a rich I'm, it has to be funny, so I don't think I think they start off rich, then they probably like are poorish, kind of like a la Arrested Development, mm-hmm. and uh, then maybe they have to move. It's like reverse Beverly Hillbillies. They move from their expensive Beverly Hill or some type of mansion, and they have to move then to like I don't know the Everglades or like the Ozarks and live in. <laughs> Like by a creek in like a shitty cabin or something like a farm. Mm. That's that. Am I uh, how cor- am I totally correct? I did it. I nailed it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> See you next week. Game I over. Mean, I mean, so yeah. So the uh, the riches to rags uh, story. It, it 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 does make me think of Arrested Development a lot. It's it's just like it's just like a. a would it be funny if they were just. I just assume they're rich or lost money just because of literally the money sign on the logo. But I'm just like, what shows are funny when they're rich and then they just stay rich? Like that doesn't happen. <laughs> That's not when comedy ensues. It's fair. Yeah. Do you do you know anything about this show, Joe? Um, I think I've actually seen the pilot, um, but I don't remember much from it. Like I pretty much remember like what josh guessed <laughs> it was just that yeah the, the for some reason they're rich people that uh, come on some hard times and now they're dealing with that and that's pretty much all i remember i don't really remember any details or jokes <laughs> i remember no that jokes. uh eugene levy is in it yeah the dad from american pie right yeah the dad from american pie <laughs> And the mom from that Home Alone, such Catherine an O'Hara. atrocity that that's what you say. That's <laughs> that's where you list him from. I I, w- I actually think that when I think of Eugene Levy, I think of American Pie. I think that's the very first oh. thing I go to. Oh yeah, I for sure do. That's so awful. He's in all where those he, like where... Christopher Guest movies with like Best in Show and Mighty Wind and. All yeah, those. but like when I think about those shows, I movies, I don't think of like Eugene Levy. Yeah, yeah, I think of anything. True, you know? I think of. If I think of a person besides like Christopher Guest, I guess, um, I think of like Parker Posey because she was in most of those. Yeah, like she's best in, in show those, and stuff. She's in those two. That but I she's not in. She's not in much else besides right. Blade Trinity. She's in Blade Trinity. <laughs> just oh, FYI. Cool. <laughs> uh, Excellent. So I don't think of Eugene Levy on those. I know he's in them, obviously. Sure. But famous uh, Canadian comedy actor. Right. Um, yeah, and then Joe, you said Catherine O'Hara is in it, and she's the mom from Home Alone. Yeah. Is she <laughs> yeah. Canadian too? Yeah. Hmm. I think all those guys are. Because she's also in all those films. Huh. By the way. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> she's all she, of the Christopher Guest movies. She too. And, the, and Eugene Levy are always like opposites, and they're, they're always like a, a couple. And they have I great chemistry. I don't, I don't think I don't think I've ever put that together. Man, you should go watch A Mighty Wind. 
Maybe I should go so watch good. TV more. Um, well, a quick thing is uh, Shit's Creek went for six seasons and 80 episodes. Mm-hmm. And, fun a uh, bunch of stuff. 2000, what, 15 to April, tw- uh, April 2020. So it yeah. just ended this year. Mm-hmm. It Time ended uh, mid-pandemic. Yeah. Or beginning, really beginning for us. Yeah, I'm learning <laughs> kind of, the from part. the Wikipedia that it's the like, because I thought it was just a Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Oh no! But uh, yeah, but apparently it was a Canadian show on CBC Television, Canadian yeah. Broadcast Channel, hmm? Canadian Broadcast Corporation. Ah, that was close. Yeah, that was close. But yeah, so that's why the whole thing's not on Netflix, and like the last season's still out there. Sure, they gotta okay. They gotta get their money first. Yeah, I thought they it was just a Netflix reruns. show. No, I mean, there's no, there's no part that a TV show with Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara doesn't like. It, it just seems like it's going to be a good, a good time to yeah. me. Like, I don't think. Uh, so the I don't think this the uh, Eugene's son in the show is his son in real life who created the show daniel levy yeah dan levy according to this it was created by eugene and dan levy yeah it's probably just recorded hear them talk about it it's probably like his (laughs) his son was like hey dad how about this and he's like cool i'll put my name on it so it'll work you know i put my name on it i'll write the checks i'm gonna walk you through this there is a show that i had to watch one of my friends made me watch and he was like you should watch a show i think you're gonna love it and part of me thinks that i i've seen one episode of this show or it's a completely different show and i can't remember but and for some reason i i keep thinking of uh what's his name uh i just had uh that 70s show dummy um ashton kutcher yeah 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 uh, I keep thinking of Ashton Kutcher, and I know he's in like The Ranch, the right? Ranch. That's his like Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there, I'm like, there's no way the friend who asked me to watch, like, who watched the one episode with me, was gonna make me watch an Ashton Kutcher show called <laughs> The Ranch. Like, that's not it. Uh, so, I will probably find out within a couple minutes of watching this this first episode if I was like, oh yeah, I've seen one episode of the show. So, so I couldn't tell you if I've seen the pilot of this or a random episode just randomly because it was just like i'm on this episode of this show let's watch this one it's good you'll like it no matter what um and it didn't hook me (laughs) yeah um i was so i was saying i don't know if this will i think this show takes a few episodes you really need you really need the to see the character growth and stuff to I mean to care about any show. This is this is the worst way to watch TV, but <laughs> but uh especially I think in this show. So it'll be interesting to see the last episode and see the if you feel the feels of the ending of a show. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's going on. Oh, there was uh two episodes on the first day that it aired in 2015. All right. Hmm. Two separate episodes though, don't worry. All right. So, close one. Yeah, we almost had to watch two shows. <laughs> oh. Um, well, I mean, should we just get into it? I think 
I think I'm ready. I think I want to see if this uh could maybe maybe itch it uh scratches the arrested development itch, you know, or uh opens another need in me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that okay? Are you okay, Jimmy? You're just laughing. Like a need, they say like I'll... just like a zest for life. Uh, yeah, a need to be born. Uh, if uh, s- this show can help my just sad black coronavirus hole that's within my body now of just you know let's do it let's watch this the first episode is called our cup runneth over i hope there's police boats involved arrest development uh pilot joke (laughs) um all right well we'll see you after the first episode of schitt's creek everybody everybody we are back from Shit's creek episode one our cup runneth over jimmy it sure does do you have a write-up it it runs it just runs it, and runs it runs so hard so hard for you oh god a little always sunny hmm uh well, I wasn't uh, super prepared, so here's what I here's what I have from IMDb. After losing everything, the roses are forced to move to their only remaining asset, the town of Shit's Creek. And, and yeah, I mean that's, I mean that's basically what happened. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to everything else, I guess. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so the Joe, you want to walk us through? Oh, also, by the way, I've totally seen this show. I've seen that one episode. <laughs> yeah. It was this show that my friend showed so me. So we've all seen <laughs> this. <laughs> Just the, But that's it. I'm, I, that's, I've never seen anything else besides mm-hmm. this. So. <clears throat> um, so, yeah. So it's the Rose family. Uh, Johnny, Moira. That's the mom and pop. And then David and Alexis, which are the two like adult children. Yeah, very adult children. Like, <laughs> I, at one point, somebody said, your children are dependents. And I was like, they're like 28. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, so it opens up at, like, at their mansion, and, like, the IRS is there essentially to take everything because they, like, haven't been paying taxes. Um, But then what sets it off is that they, like, uh, it was their lawyer or something who was telling them that they had like one remaining, they were able to keep one remaining asset, which was, um, what's his name? The Johnny, the father had bought his son, uh, a town called Shits Creek, um, mm-hmm. as a joke. Yeah. As a jo- I like, they're like, you bought the town. It was like, yeah, I bought the town. It, it, the joke. I had to, I had to do it for the joke. And they're like, you could have just photoshopped like the, the title or whatever. And he's yeah. like, no, that would, no, it's not, it's not how you do a joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you bought the actual town probably for like the price of a VCR, but still, <laughs> um, yeah, those are vintage. Yeah. So they still had, that and that was like their one remaining asset was the town um so it was suggested to them that they they should just move out there and like kind of hang out there while like their lawyers figure out this whole tax situation yeah because the company or the the family itself's not like in legal trouble per se because it was like 
very obvious that their business they i think they called it their their business manager guy or whatever mm-hmm. that he like just stole all their money essentially mm-hmm. and didn't pay taxes he was supposed to do all that stuff for them mm-hmm. cuz you know people do that stuff for rich people and <laughs> yeah so they yeah they go out to this town and like get a room at the motel which that whole like shift i'm a little confused about cuz like <laughs> just that like they don't have any friends they could stay with like this is their one option to go to this random town and stay at and try to stay at a motel for free like they don't even have like cash joe don't don't look <laughs> come on man you're you're already ruining you're already ruining the the show joe, let's let's <laughs> back course. up because they bought a town which is not a thing that you do <laughs> that's true which i, I don't is, know how that funny. works either that you can buy a town <laughs> So the whole but, premise but is it, silly. But in all fairness, Joe, there's no way that they don't have some family friend or person that they know that probably also owns a giant mansion that just is like, yeah, I have 20 rooms. I can give you three and probably never see you in my house even. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like know, you guys man. can guess, You guys can stay in the pool house. Guy, hey, guys, when I become dumb rich, like town buying rich, I promise I will have one room available when you guys get corrupted by the IRS or something. Yeah, but that's the thing. I think that's the interesting thing is that, like, so now, like, if they're caught in some, like, potential, like, trouble, then, like, nobody, none of their rich friends want to be, like, affiliated with that trouble and want to, like, go down with them and just kind of abandon them, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, oh, they're not normal. rich anymore, so they're not on our radar because it doesn't. They don't matter. I feel like that's pretty par for the course for elites in mm-hmm. in general, even in the real world. Okay, yeah. so yeah, Roses so they got canceled. nowhere else to go then, I guess. Like, like no one seemingly has ever heard of Jeffrey Epstein for some reason anymore. You know, <laughs> none of these rich people know who he is for some reason. <laughs> Never heard of him. Yeah, who? Never existed. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, so they go to this town. The first thing they do is they go to check in at this motel, um, and they meet the mayor, whose name is Roland, Roland Shit, <laughs> which yeah. I assume is, like he's some sort of descendant of the original founders of Shit's Creek. The original Shits. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a monarchy <laughs> of Shits. And that guy is uh that's Chris Elliott mm-hmm. and he's in he's out he's in a bunch of stuff. He's in stuff. He's in Groundhog's Day and um uh something about Mary and Yeah, big big stuff. Cabin guy. boy. Quick quick aside, I was listening to somebody and somebody was talking about uh Groundhog's Day the other day and, uh, and just like the thought of how many days did Bill Murray live? Like how long mm. did he do that day? And you think about it, he like learned a music musical instrument like to perfection, and like did all of these things and and something. And I think the the running theory is he was doing it for a couple decades mm-hmm. long. Man, just go totally insane. Did you yeah, guys right. watch the new? Uh, there's a new Andy Sandberg basically Groundhog movie. And it's kind of tongue in cheek in like the like time loop paradigms. It's really fun. Yeah, Palm Springs. It's in a time loop. Now available yeah. on Hulu. 
and the gal Rated from. Uh, it's a it's a movie. It's a movie too, oh, right? I met your mother. It's yeah. a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like I've heard about it, and I heard it was pretty good. I was into it. Okay, cool. So I heard I might have heard right, depending on if I trust Jimmy's taste or not. Um. So other characters are so Stevie, who's working at the motel desk, and she's she's clearly not kind of like these like podunk people kind of a thing. She's she also is like kind of you know comes out that she also doesn't really want to be here, but she's just also stuck there, but for different reasons obviously than than the roses yeah i don't i don't uh i don't obviously i don't have any idea who she is um but i just assumed she was potentially a townie that yeah is now old enough and just wants to not be there anymore you know grew up in a small town wants to get out but yeah. is not yet escaped right that's what i think she is at least and then I think the only other person we saw was Twyla. Twyla. The um, waitress at the diner in town, which is like the one place to eat in town. And Twyla is Sarah Levy, Dan's sister, Eugene's daughter. Oh. Hmm. Old family affair. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, you know, they show up at this town. They're trying to stay at this motel. The motel is miserable and dirty, as you would expect. The mayor, uh, rolling shit, is a miserable human. Um, <laughs> the the person that works at the motel isn't necessarily miserable, but she's rude and snarky. A little miserable. Yeah, a little, just a touch miserable. <laughs> And like the one thing is the the daughter Alexis has this like boyfriend Stavros that she believes is like gonna come like swoop in and pick her up on a plane, but then he like bails on her. Well, she, I mean, yeah, she was like, that was good. Uh, once he's done with uh like the Olsen twin or whatever, he, once he can <laughs> ditch the Olsen twin, he'll come and hang out, and then he like breaks up with her because. I don't know. He he like had to catch like a P Diddy concert or like hang out with P Diddy <laughs> or something like that. So uh, Alexis just uh is is just like when's the next time we're gonna go to Burning Man? <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's pretty much what I assume she is. That may or may not apply to one of my future predictions. <laughs> The, she did have a funny bit about the guy Stavros. Was that his name? No, that's the yeah. guy from. That was no. Game that was what she. No, Stavros. Davos is from Game of Thrones. That that was it. Davos. Davos okay, so is Game of Thrones. Stamos. Stavros. St- well, John. Yeah, John Stavros. <laughs> Jonathan Stamos her. was gonna come pick her up, and she was like, so she's crushed that he's like broken up with her. And she was like, I should have seen this coming. He's broken up with me five times. Keep going. And then she like walked through all these like ridiculous things that he like did. And it was like the time he left his Molly in my car and I got arrested. It's a classic. classic yeah. You know, man. not great boyfriend stuff. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. <clears throat> um all of the plot of the episode is really mu- really just handled within like the first 5 minutes. <laughs> and it's just like yeah. 
the setup to the series and then um yeah then we just hang out with them in literal shits town <laughs> yeah mostly in the motel rooms that they are in mm-hmm. uh, moira thinks she loses some diamond earrings and then is uh flipping out in classic Catherine o'hara style uh, and then she d- she's accuses so perfect Stevie. in that role she really is she really she is her uh well I'll wait. I'll wait to talk about that. She's yeah. just really, she's just really using that we left Kevin at home energy in a right way during this <laughs> TV show. Mixed with Beetlejuice, just a little bit. Oh man, yeah, forgot about she's, that. I gotta she's watch, like I gotta Winona watch Beetlejuice. Ryder's mom and Beetlejuice. Yeah, who's the dad in Beetlejuice? Ah, oh, what is his name? He's the guy from Ferris right. Bueller, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. Uh... I'll look it up. Okay, where were we? <laughs> Um, they're just saying that uh, pretty much all the plot has happened within the first five minutes, and then the rest of it is just kind of, you know, shenanigans. Yeah, almost. shenanigans introducing the characters. As a pilot, it pretty much it sets up the premise for sure, like right away, and then it spends the rest of the time like introducing the characters and their kind of quirks. And because there's no plot, like it's it kind of leaves the rest of the show like wide open. Like I have no idea what's going to happen episode two. Like I have a feel for like what the jokes are going to be like and like what the setting is going to feel like, but I have no idea like what they're going to do. They're going to have to do something, right? Yeah. They can't just like mill about like they did in this, like the last half of this episode the whole time. I kind of assume, I mean, it's called shit's Creek, but at some point, I mean, six seasons, like they could spend a half a season, like, Somebody can leave and they just go back and forth as long as like some of the families like in Schitt's Creek are at some point. Mm-hmm. Maybe they like get their own house, but it's shitty because it's not their mansion. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I, I can't imagine that they're in this motel the whole time. Shitty yeah. with an S-C-H. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a shitty house. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And that's that's kind of interesting in that like it it can take different directions like there could be like plots to get rich there could be stuff that they try to fix up in the town could go anywhere right i mean i could almost see it's like it could go it's kind of fun to throw speculation out now it's like you know i mean it's like how are they gonna get their money back some guy stole it and he ran away Mm -hmm. and if he ran away to some island or wherever nope you know you may never find them again plus like like people don't like countries don't extradite rich people from their poor country that's like spending a ton of money because you ripped off some american douchebag you know like that doesn't happen um and so then it's just like are they gonna come up with a way to like build their fortune back up and like get their stuff back by the end or are they just gonna remain in the town and start embracing this life which is obviously probably not going to happen in the end like Catherine O'Hara is not going to embrace this life as as a as Moira um but (laughs) maybe some sort of like middle ground I could see them maybe trying to build the town up to meet their standards in a way and then and then Mm. I don't know they make Tesla there or something (laughs) Hmm. anything anything could happen yeah. I think anything short of uh like 
an alien elf character could potentially happen in the show, really, based on how they left it. Elf might have been Canadian. Yeah, I mean, is Shit's Creek supposed to be in Canada, though? I, I mean, based on their accents, I'm guessing I assume. no. I see. I was gonna just yeah. say, like, even knowing this is a Canadian show, technically, just watching it, it they made it sound like they were in America, like yeah. the United States, mm-hmm. like a southern state. Yeah, yeah. Like they might have been in California to start, and then right. they moved like to New Mexico or something. <laughs> That's where Shit's Creek is. Hmm. Um, all in all, I mean, Joe, Joe, and Jimmy. Jimmy, you've seen it before, but how do you? How did you feel about this pilot? I mean, you kind of spelled it out a little bit, Joe. Or, but like, is this going to make you want to watch? Is this currently making you want to watch season two, Jimmy? If you can try to be objective and only pretend you've only seen the pilot (laughs) (laughs) impossible i mean i mean i was gonna say for for me i feel like it was like one third plot two thirds just shenanigans and some like the the daughter and the son david and alexis especially are like right now they're kind of like just for me personally kind of like insufferable characters where i'm like Mm -hmm. i don't think i could handle like a david centric episode or an alexis centric episode Mm because i like can't handle their over the top like being too rich kind of characters but like with uh uh steve like stevie the the girl who worked in the motel into the mix like I could see like her and David starting to like maybe cause mischief or become friends. And like, that could be fun. And just like Catherine O'Hara yelling for some reason is great. <laughs> and Eugene Levy is always fun on screen. Um, and I even liked Roland's like small town mayor trying to be important, but also like he definitely like got offended really easily and like lashed out oh, yeah. like that kind of thing. Like, so basically at the moment I'm like less kids on their like the the two siblings interacting together scenes not super into it cuz I feel like that's just white noise blaring at me. But everything else I was like this is kind of fun. So I would definitely at least continue to check out episodes currently. That's that's what this pilot made me think about continuing. Joe, that's I mean like I have a practical, like, I don't have to give a hypothetical answer. I watched the pilot a couple of years ago and did not keep watching. (laughs) Right, right. Um, I mean, I also watched the pilot apparently a couple of years ago, I think, and did not watch. Yeah. But now thinking about it, I'm like, okay, maybe now. Who knows? Like, I was watching, maybe I was deep in the X-Files a couple of years ago, and I'm like, well, I don't have time for Shit's Creek. Yeah. Um, yeah, watching it again this time, um, I think I liked it more than I remember liking it then. <clears throat> I just remember that when I the first time I watched it, thinking that like, uh, like it's a show about a miserable rich family, and I'm like not interested. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. just like, fuck these people. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, it's not like it. You make you're you're sad that you aren't 
like rich like them and you're yeah. not obviously you don't feel they have to do a lot of work because it's not like you feel sympathy for them. Oh, I'm so sorry that you were super duper rich and you didn't keep track of your shit, you yeah. know? Yeah, like right. I don't feel bad for them, nor is it super right. fun to watch. Like I'd rather watch rich people do rich shit because that's fun to watch because <laughs> I'm yeah. not rich. <laughs> I mean, I'm almost I'm almost more curious now saying that of being like, oh, yeah, I don't give I don't give a shit about these people, obviously, because they're just rich people that lost money. Because they did, yeah. they they were negligent with their yeah. money. Essentially, they didn't do anything wrong per se, but they just didn't do anything good with it, <laughs> and therefore they lost it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think what the difference maybe is this time is that, um, I think I just have a fuller view of the show now. Now that it's been recommended by a bunch of people, that like, that's not really the point. It's not about the setting or like the, like the the setup even of riches to rags so much as it is about like these are four funny actors and they're gonna make some jokes <laughs> i i lulled for sure yeah in no i thought there was a couple things i wrote down that were i thought were really funny in this episode and they're two like uh not big things they were small things that probably most people didn't even notice nor care about and the first one was when david um and alexis get, wait, got into the room david like bent down and looked at a table because there was an apple sitting on the table that had a bite taken out of it that <laughs> yeah, was just sitting like on the table apple it looks and like it it's been there kinda, for a long time yeah yeah and like rich or not you're if you walk into a motel room that you just got and you're like oh this is kind of dirty and there's just a half-eaten <laughs> apple yeah all still sitting there you're like god damn it yeah why <laughs> raises a lot of questions <laughs> so i was like that's funny that's mm. funny i like that um and then the other one was when they went to the diner and they had their menus and they opened them up and they were like you know they opened once and then they opened twice there was like classic the, the like whole menu. denny's like five yeah. page fold yeah the menus way 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 too big and me having watched like a bunch of kitchen nightmares and stuff like gordon ramsay it's like it's like oh my god your menu's too big this is terrible and it's hilarious how big these menus are so i don't know why i thought that was funny too so like dumb little stuff that i know the writer or whoever did it was like this is funny like he like they wrote it because they're like someone's gonna laugh but probably not that many people Mm -hmm. it was for me it was for me (laughs) just you I was going to say, so Josh, you said to try to be like objective. I think watching this now, it's like, and I'm, and it's impossible to be objective because I've seen the whole series, but, but seeing that, like, cause I started with the same thought in mind, like, these are just rich people that are assholes. Like, why would I care about this? And so it's, but then if you like look at it from that, then you can actually laugh at like that they're having this hard time with like shit that normal people have to deal with. And that it's like so over the top that it's funny. And they like the kids who are clearly like dependent in their twenties and thirties potentially are like having such a hard time. And like David says, like they come in to like say like good night. And he, and he just says like warmest regards to you both. Just like get out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> of my little motel room I, I don't know why that just that really when he said he says stuff like that all the time 
it is it is kind of funny that I, I i did think about that you could watch this show it's it's kind of you could watch the show in so many different ways like you can watch it how you just said it where it's just like look at these dumb rich old like previously rich people that literally have no idea how the world works or can't like find their way through it and then i i'm also like i don't even think it's like a big part of the show nor maybe even a thing they're trying to do but i'm just like I also kind of curious, like I want to curious watch and see like within five episodes of this pilot, are you somehow going to like make these people somehow relatable and also make me care about them? Like, are you going to try to throw that in? Like, I just want to see how they maybe, is it only going to be just funny and look at these dumb people or is it also going to be like, do you do care about these people? Hey, first couple episodes were just silly, but there's a reason why you should care you know and and then also just like looking at those the townies too because obviously then a lot of people watching this are like roland's like a like a a goofball like hillbilly doof that you can make fun of as well so there's a lot of different aspects who doesn't love that i i mean chris elliott it's probably his perfect role also like right. he just very obviously has like a pillow in his shirt yeah. right <laughs> i want to like, know about that that's not like a good the costume's terrible essentially <laughs> it, it just looks like he has a pillow in his shirt and he has a french tuck to just keep the pillow in and that's it i'm gonna see if i can find out what's going on oh jeffrey jones is the dad from beetlejuice by the way okay um uh, also his his hair piece like rat tail he's wearing apparently like mullet thing is is he wore in the movie cabin boy apparently oh that's just like he kept it and then brought it over <laughs> yeah nice he told wardrobe he's like don't worry i got the perfect hair I, i'll get this guys you're gonna love um it. cool should we should we just dive into predictions now i can't wait to hear what you guys think's gonna happen Oh, well, I'll go here. I'll go first. Let's just do it. Um, my first, my first inkling, and I hope I'm wrong because I didn't write it down. My first inkling was that David and Stevie were going to like get together. Mm. Um, but I decided instead of saying that they're together, I decided that in the last episode, David and Stevie are pranking people. <laughs> okay. Because I think they both don't give a shit about anybody and they'll just do whatever makes them laugh. And I think eventually they form they form some sort of fret like weird friendship. And I think one of the things they do is they just fuck with people. So there's that. I, like it. I think uh Roland, the mayor of uh shit town, uh works for Johnny somewhere. Like maybe he's He's some sort of employee now of Johnny, and that's obvious. Um, I think Moira calls a wig by its name in this episode. She did that, like, she sort of, like, did that in the first one when she was, like, packing up wigs. And, like, one of their oh, servants yeah. tried to, like, put a wig in a bag next to another wig that she just put in there. And she was like, no, like, Bethany doesn't like the other one or something. She said something weird, mm-hmm. like, about the wigs. And I was like, oh, you're a crazy person. This is great. So I think Mm -hmm. she calls a wig by a name. And then the other one is, I think Alexis mentions Burning Man. Okay. (laughs) Nice. So those are my four. 
Cool. I'm sure she does at some point. <laughs> she does in the show for sure. I just hope it's in this last episode. All of those things. Like, what's the big California one? Isn't that Burning Man? Is it Cal- or, or what? Fire Festival. Fire Festival. <laughs> oh, God. I hope they reference Fire Festival. Okay, anyway. What do you got, Joe? Um, I have that Roland starts a sandwich shop called Shit Sandwich. <laughs> 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 oh man this this shit writes itself <laughs> it does um i have that alexis is dating a poor person Ooh, and then no. she branches out negative negative points for joe it's never <laughs> happening i like it um i started to think about like how the family gets their money back and now i think the family is involved with the cartel um <laughs> Try like to, it, bec- like this becomes Ozarks. Yeah, essentially, they're trying to get some cash flow, so they're um, involved with the cartel. And then, I think the show ends with the family needing to relocate as part of witness protection. <laughs> nice. So they're like so about to get out. And, down. <laughs> yeah, they're like about to get out and like you know live lavishly again, but then like shit hits the fan and they need to like go live in another shitty town. Poopsville. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they buy a different town and they call it Poopston's River. <laughs> uh, well, you got predictions for this one, Jimmy? I mean, no. I I I literally I just watched this whole thing like <laughs> not long ago, like months ago. Hey, Joe, way to pick a show Jimmy can't score points on because <laughs> yeah, you're out. I, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, before we get into the last one, I'm going to check the standings <laughs> as we're going in. Because I, I, I remember I I looked the other day, and I think we're all very, very close. It Ooh. is 12 to 13 to 15 right now. Okay. Jimmy, currently, you are in the lead. Damn it. And I am in last place. So Jimmy not getting any points is a very solid leveling play play field leveling season six scenario. So good yeah. job, Joe. Way to pick it. Well, we'll see if you got any points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jimmy, <laughs> I mean, you probably pretty much know if we got any points, so we'll find out. Um, all right then. So we will see everybody after the final episode of Shit's Creek called Happy Ending. Uh, we are done. We're finished with Shit's Creek. We finished the last episode called Happy Ending. And yes, that does mean what you think it means. <laughs> For some reason, that didn't register to Hand me when we were just stuff. reading the title. <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, like it's the end of a show, whatever. Yeah, the go-to. But- <laughs> but uh, that does mean you paid extra for the massage. <laughs> um, Jimmy, do you have a write-up for us? Uh yeah <laughs> do you have the one sentence wikipedia right up is that what you yeah, yeah yeah I, ha- I have some other yeah we can talk about the other things but of course so of course what we have is david stresses out over the rain on his wedding day but his family makes it right oh <laughs> but essentially the family has has money again and the parents are moving, uh, but the kids are 
staying. Or actually, I think Alexis is is moving to New York. They didn't really mention what Alexis was doing in this episode. Yeah, it wasn't clear to me. Yeah, so, so they, this... I mean, it was probably covered before, but David's definitely staying and the parents are moving yeah. on. Obviously. So we talked about how, did we talk about how the first, the pilot was it, it wasn't a two-parter, but there was two episodes. And I this, mentioned that before we started. Same thing with this ending. It wasn't a two-parter. It's, very, it's two different episodes, but they're both aired the same night. And the episode before a lot happens of... Johnny has now has this new business of uh, basically franchising uh, roadside motels, mm. much like the one that they're staying in. You know, do what you know, right? Yeah. Uh, and so, and then uh, Moira, her she's an was an actress, and she's reinvigorated her career, and so they're moving to L.A. Alexis was doing some like uh was being the publicist for her mom and so now i just she's, thought like, alexis was going to be it i just assumed alexis was going to be an influencer or something well that's basically what a publicist is <laughs> well yeah 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 it's <laughs> marketing only you actually make money um so uh so she's moving to new york and david and uh now husband Patrick Patrick uh they have had a store together in Schitt's Creek and that's how they that's how they met sandwich shop their business presers <laughs> yeah yeah poopy sandwich how what was it did they sell did they sell <laughs> sandwiches no hmm. not that I know of maybe they sold fancy cheese and wine so <sighs> that's fun if so you yeah. got bread you're good to go so yeah the episode is essentially uh, David's wedding day and there's some shenanigans he ends up getting married and then the parents leave yeah I mean that 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 is what happened uh I mean the shenanigans are David's freaking out because of rain it's raining because they were gonna get married under a tent or something but also isn't isn't technically rain on your wedding day good supposed to be good luck or s- somebody made that up rain at some point on your wedding day Alanis yeah. Morissette has different thoughts about it she doesn't know what irony is, though, so we're going to move. <laughs> yeah, I know I've heard that, that like rain is supposed to bless the day or what have you. Yeah, yeah. If it rains during your wedding or something like that, it's supposed to be good. Um, But I guess if everyone's wet also while you're at your wedding, it's not <laughs> <Yeah>. enjoyable. <laughs> it's not an great. outdoor Actually, wedding and it's all... That sounds like kind of like a fun wedding to me, though. Like, if I'm going to a wedding and I'm like, oh, shit, we're all just going to be soaked. Like, that's... Just muddy. You're gonna remember that wedding, right? Cold. It's not great. But it was. Re- it was like currently <laughs> raining, though. It's yeah. not like it. it yeah. Just that it had been raining all night. It was also a, like a thunderstorm. Yeah, I'd, I've I've been to two. Luck. I'd been to two weddings where it had poured, and uh, yeah, not great. <laughs> <laughs> but you remember both. Uh, sure. But yeah, it's just um like you know, when you make the most of it, but it's still like man, like they'd put a lot of time into planning this for outside stuff and it would have been fun to do all that outside stuff. Yeah. What a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> you spend a lot of money on that shit and a lot <laughs> of stress. Man. 
Yeah, that's why you don't just stop spending all that money. I'm sure your day will be <laughs> fine, Joe. <laughs> all indoor. Nice. Um. Yeah. So they. So. Oh. So. So it was called Happy Endings, and that Happy Ending, and that was uh play on words, obviously, uh, because Patrick David's uh, fiance at that moment had scheduled a massage for David on like the morning of their wedding. So he, and he, so he would like not worry about anything and just have like kind of like a stress-free day up until the wedding because David freaks out about everything. And he ended up getting a happy ending. And apparently that's not what Patrick intended. Uh but then Patrick dis- like disclosed what he said to the person. He's like, "I left him a ca- a pile of money, and then told him to like do anything, everything you could to like make sure he's like relaxed or something." I don't know. Yeah. What Take exactly? What he him. said? Whatever. Yeah. Whatever he said, it sounded it was like, yeah, definitely give that man a happy ending. Is what <laughs> the answer was to that. So that was that. Um, and apparently they just brushed over that pretty easily. To be honest, they were like, "No, oh, that's fine. I guess whatever." <laughs> Um, and then they got, yeah, they David joked about it in his vows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then they eventually figured out that they could use the town hall cause that was open that day. I, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I still envision that Schitt's Creek's not a big town. So like mm-hmm. how often is the town hall occupied with a bunch of people on like a Saturday, probably when they're getting married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing's going on. Yeah, probably but not still much. not what they had planned, you know, not right, like a yeah, lavish yeah. thing. When you spend so much time planning something, it definitely is very, very stressful when it plans have to change on the on the fly. My favorite is so they're the the uh, officiant, I guess, presider uh, wasn't going to come. Uh-huh. And so they had to figure out who's going to do the wedding. So then Moira ends up doing it. Okay, I thought I didn't. I didn't think I caught that part, and I was like, "Oh, Moira's the officiant." Yeah, this they that was one of the things at the very opening of the episode when they were trying to give David the bad news. Um, that all this stuff is is happening. So then she comes, she walks in to do the wedding with like a giant like bishop's hat, like the guy from like Princess Bride. I wrote Moira was the Pope. Yeah, she's like the Pope, yeah. but her wig was like wrapped up into the hat. It was like all part of the ensemble. Yeah, it's outrageous. it was it was ama- it was amazing. That was Catherine O'Hara at her prime, right <laughs> yeah. there. There's there's a running gag about her character in this show that like she has this unrecognizable accent. Like it's not you couldn't really say it's from any one specific place. It's just kind of amalgamous. The way she was talking in this episode more so than the first one, I was like, what is happening with her right now? Cause she, yeah. but she was consistent through the whole episode, the way she was like speaking Yeah, and maybe it's like a little bit fir- British, a little bit Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And maybe I didn't, she says, we, baby. I, instead of I didn't baby. notice it. I didn't notice it in the first episode. Cause most of the time she was just screaming, you know, <laughs> in the first episode. It's not as prominent. It it's definitely an evolving. Um, it gets more and more ridiculous. I think. Okay, uh, that's fun. Just like her inflections and stuff. It's it makes it just excellent. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Moira did say what I assume is the best line of the entire show in this episode. Mm-hmm. Do you, did you got did you guys catch it? <laughs> I'm not sure what you're talking about. I'm sure you didn't because it was basically the same thing as the apple on the table in the hotel room, like a little little bitty thing that I bet like most people just like went, went like ha and that's it and forgot about it. But she was talking to um Alexis about David and Alexis said something like he said something mean to me or something like that and she said he can be cruel but it's all fear based. <laughs> that's all she said. <laughs> and I good. was like yeah. Yeah, and you didn't see like I don't even know if you caught it during the show, no, but I don't like remember that. the way she said it and also like the fact that she just said that sentence. I was like love it. <laughs> he can be cruel, but it's all fear based. Yeah. Her character is is just fantastic throughout this whole series. Um what else? So uh Stevie was David's uh uh, maid of honor or maid of, yeah, yeah yeah he said he, he like called it. her his maid of honor yeah yeah okay he did okay i wasn't yep. sure how to how to phrase that um so there was some they they did like have a have a friendship obviously yeah i i i saw those two being tight from episode one him being yeah. just so like sassy and her just hating everything you know i don't mm-hmm. know it, it felt like it felt like it worked very well um was this our was this our first gay wedding in 149 episodes maybe i can't i can't think of another i was just like oh there's i was like ah man another wedding and i was like oh wait hey we got a gay wedding this is fun was there a will and grace wedding probably there was like a lot of future jumping around in that one maybe not a wedding that's po- yeah, yeah, that's a possibility. So maybe it was her second one. But. We saw NPH get married, but that was to a woman. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, he was he was acting as a straight man there, so that at, doesn't at count. At the time. Um, we got a couple of uh saw a couple more townies at the when they're they're trying to hash out like okay, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna make this day happen? So we saw uh, Ronnie. Who's like on this Schitt's Creek City Council, and she she says she knows the florist, like wink wink, and so she's gonna get a bunch of uh, new flowers for the town hall, and then Ray, who's like the cameraman, he's supposed to capture the day, and he's just always like being obnoxious and in the way, and he's got a lot of hustles. He's like he's Patrick's boss when we first are introduced to him. I can't remember why. Oh, okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's, it has something to do with he's David's trying to get a business license for the business that he now has in Schitt's Creek, and that's how he meets Patrick. So Patrick's helping him file the license, and then Patrick is like, I like what you got going here, but you need help. Um, I want to partner with you. When is uh, Patrick introduced to the show, Jimmy? I don't know. I want to say, say maybe two or season two or three this this show shows like this that are comedies that are like 24 minutes they go by so fast yeah i mean you can you just fly through this show 
Yeah. Who's who's to say? Plus, it's COVID. The thing, corona yeah, time. the thing that I like kind of gathered most about this is like you know we've done a bunch of these and um you get to the finale and there's a bunch of stuff that happened that you totally didn't see coming like just like plot wise um like you obviously miss a lot by not seeing the middle but that's how this thing works uh but i think the thing that was kind of interesting this time is like just the it it didn't end the way that i thought in that not even just like plot wise that there's like a wedding or that that are still in the town, but just like the way that the show kind of feels like there's a lot of, um, it seemed like there's a lot of, uh, like genuine, like love between the like family members, which is not a thing that I saw coming. Like, cause I think right. it was used to like family comedies like this, especially with like rich people where it's just like, um, it's a lot of cynicism and a lot of just like people just, looking out for themselves like if this was arrested development yeah like that would not be the case by yeah any means. yeah mm. and like there's a lot of yeah. stuff in this episode where like they were being genuinely nice to each other and i was like is that a joke or is that like sincere <laughs> <laughs> right kind of, yeah so it's that kind all of all the character development <laughs> yeah so I, i'd never had that before in a first and last where like I feel like I'm watching the finale and like misinterpreting full on misinterpreting things because I don't, cause I like missed out on like the tone changes from the first to the last. Yeah. Cause I feel like that wasn't really a part of the first episode. They no. were all pretty miserable about being in Shit's Creek. Yeah. Right. Kind of narcissistic douchebags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've clearly, especially I feel like I noticed in this, I feel like especially Alexis she was like very like trying to make sure she was conveying her like emotions for everyone. Oh, she mm-hmm. wasn't nearly as insufferable in this episode right. as she yeah. was like in the first one. <laughs> she, like, oh, she, she was like a, a very lovable character in this. Yeah, she was a human that I would like actually maybe want to pay attention to now mm-hmm. in this episode compared to the first one. Right. And if if her character would have, I mean six seasons of first episode Alexis, I would have, I think I would have been like, no, 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 no. (laughs) cannot do that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was interesting. Like the show opens up, the show opens up with like, there's a title card that says the day of the wedding. And then it shows David in bed and he's being woken up by his entire family telling him like all the shit that's gone wrong about the wedding. Oh, yeah. Um, and like, yeah, right from then, like I was a little bit confused because I thought maybe they were lying to him or like trying to mess with him <laughs> in some way. But like it was all just sincere. They're all like, this is all really stuff that was happening and they're going to figure out how to fix it. <laughs> yeah. What a turn. <laughs> yeah. Like I thought that like because they were inside and I thought they were saying everything is rained on and stuff. And I thought that like they were going to go outside and it's actually like sun shining outside or something. But like. <laughs> Then like thunder hit and it was really raining. <laughs> yeah, I was just thrown through a loop from the right off the jump. Yeah, a very different show by the end, and it's I I think it's really well written in that it's very gradual, um, mm. like natural progression that they're slowly like this like just being in this kind of 
podunk town and having to like slow down and like work on themselves almost you know yeah it was um, kind of like a sentimental finale and that's not totally not what i expected yeah a plus which makes me interested to watch the in-between yeah i was actually curious joe now that like because nice. you said like obviously like i watched the first episode before mm-hmm. and it obviously did not make you want to watch more yeah and now that we've watched tv in the worst possible way and you've now seen the last episode and nothing in between it actually seems like now you're more interested in this show than you were yeah before, I mean, de- by definitely only watching the first definitely more interested and maybe that proves out that this isn't a bad way to watch tv because by just <laughs> watching the first episode not very interested but now after seeing the finale i want to see how they get uh, there uh, yeah yeah that's right haters and jimmy this is a good way to watch tv <laughs> joe just sold me so i'm back in for next week yeah i'm gonna keep going and just like start at the ends and work my way in so you're gonna watch episode two, <laughs> then then the second to last, uh-huh. then three, then the second oh to my second. God. Yeah, it's like um, that would be a terrible way to watch TV. It's That'd like be... uh, it's like Memento, I think. Is that how the timeline works but in that movie? Worse. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. What's that? What's that time travel movie that's really good? Hot tub time machine. Yeah, hot tub time machine. <laughs> it's like it's hot definitely... tub time machine. Uh, the Terminator. No? Yeah, I think that's I think that's what I'm going for. I think you got it completely right. I don't I know the name really of it. I enjoy the Terminator series. I think that I I really enjoy the uh, how the timeline works in that movie. Those movies. Even like the James Cameron. Even like the Christian Bale Terminator movies. Yeah. It okay. There was just one of them. First <laughs> well, of all, okay. Salvation, well, number one, and it it and still it happened. Yeah. Anyway, uh. So I was just going to add one other thing is that is so the new character in this that was huge is Patrick, who's played by Noah Reed, who's a Canadian actor and musician. And so he sang a little bit um, and he sings a little bit more throughout the show. And uh, one song that he did actually like so he has music on like Spotify and stuff. His album's out there and he's very talented. And one of the songs that he did, the first one that he did in this, um, like, got huge after um, it aired. And it's um, a cover of Tina Turner's Simply the Best, which we heard um, that, like, acapella group singing at the wedding. And that acapella group. Okay, that's group, what they were singing? That yeah. acapella group was dope, by the way. Yeah. Joe, you're the, the pod um, expert. <laughs> yeah you know yeah, you're the resident acapella expert joe yeah yeah is a touch overproduced but i, I get it <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but that that group is like a huge part of this show it's very funny because hmm. um, moira like joins it like pretty early on but so it's fun like to notice like oh they're singing that song that was from season whatever cool yeah nice um i'll be honest i think i'm hard pressed that i'm gonna watch this show hells yeah 
No, like I like uh, I don't think I'm going to. Oh, you son of a that's bitch! A, that's what I yeah. think. I'm hard. Pr- I think I'm hard pressed. That, I was like, I don't think I know what hard pressed means. I think it's hard. I think I'm hard pressed, and I'm going going to actually do it. I don't think I'm going to do it. I, and I I don't think it's because it's bad. I just it's so good. I haven't watched season five of Arrested Development yet. I'm not going to watch six seasons of some other. Yeah, it's fine. Arrested Development. Like <laughs> season five's fine. I think this is a rainy day show. I mean, we're in quarantine, obviously, right now, and I'm trying to watch other. I'm trying to do stuff, so it's always possible that I'm like sitting around. I'm like, fine, let's do it. But like, there's so much. The floor is lava left to watch. Am I right, Joe? Oh, yeah, so much of the floor is lava. <laughs> no, there's all lava. You watched one episode of that. You've seen them yeah. all. No, I have. I I watched. <laughs> I haven't watched any of that. Um. <laughs> uh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's good, and I think I, I think I would really like it. It's just one of those things where it's like I have to like start it at for at for real, and I think that's it. Yeah. I think once I start it, I'm good. Yeah. I, I think I need people to watch it with though. I feel like this is not a this is not a lone show. I feel like if you had a a one one more or at least a group of friends that were watching this show together, I think this would be very fulfilling. I'm I'm on my way. Well, didn't you, you watched it? You watched it with. <laughs> your wife yeah. didn't you yep yeah and that's what i'm saying like i feel like if you that's just fair started it by yourself it's a possibility that you would have just fallen off Wake or Lindsay maybe just up. like turn well, the tv on <laughs> <laughs> a letter no hey we got a show to watch I we got a uh, we got like five seasons of master chef to finish here uh, we're on uh, we're on a gordon ramsay cooking kick recently yeah. so oh for a second i th- was thinking of iron chef that's very different Oh, we haven't even gotten into Iron Chef, and don't get me wrong. I don't need nobody to watch Iron Chef with. I will. <laughs> I will watch all of that. Like or, like OG, like d- dubbed Iron Chef, or like... Um... Uh, both. Both. Oh. Uh, Iron Chef What's and Iron name? Chef America are both great. What's the Good Eats um, guy? Elton, Elton Brown. Brown? Yeah, he was the... Oh, the yeah. American... Yeah, he was a... um... I loved... I loved the original Iron Chef where... <laughs> Where it was like everyone was dubbed except for the, the the like the main guy who like I don't know he was too important so they wouldn't dub they wouldn't dub him in English they would only give Just him subtitles. subtitles. Yeah, yeah. that's great. That was great. Uh, should we should we see how me and Joe did? Yeah, for points, nailed it. Uh, Joe, na- oh Joe nailed it. <laughs> um, well mine were unnailed. I'll tell you that right now. Um, number one, I said David and Stevie are pranking people. I don't think the wedding was a prank, so I don't think they <laughs> pranked anybody. Um, Roland works for Johnny. If that's true or not, Jimmy, um, there was no evidence with that yeah, for this episode. That's true. Um, um, Moira calls a wig by its name. Now, here's the deal. I don't think that technically happened. But at the end, when they were about to leave, Moira specifically asked, I believe, either Stevie or Alexis. I don't remember who she was talking to, but she was like, did you make sure that the girls are packed like correctly (laughs) or something like that? And I was like, she's talking about her wigs. Like, I know she's (laughs) talking about her wigs. Yeah, 100%. so I I I I want to I want to see if the panel will give me half of a point for that. 
What, what, were, what, yeah, what was the prediction again? <laughs> yeah, what my prediction is Moira calls a wig by its name. Then I don't think that's it. <laughs> she calls them all the girls, though. <laughs> All right, fine. That's I didn't think that was going to happen. I, I had a try. I had a try. Yeah. Um, it was a and worthy the, prediction. Yeah. And then the other one was Alexis mentions Burning Man. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen. I think that episode goes on five more minutes and she can't go by without saying Burning Man or Coachella. <laughs> but unfortunately, nothing. So I'm going to take a big old zero. Cool. Um, I had Roland starts a sandwich shop called Shit Sandwich. Uh, Alexis is dating a poor person. The family's involved with the cartel, and the family needs to relocate as part of witness protection. Um, and all of those were false. All those were incorrect. Yeah, the family did relocate, but that was for uh, wealth reasons, uh, not relocation. So Dude, I will uh, say, I, I think it's um, Roland and Stevie and Johnny are all in on this new venture of. Rosebud Motels because it's Johnny Rose and Stevie is Stevie Bud. Oh. So at some point um, the motel becomes Rosebud and they make a chain because the Rose business which is like a a bit throughout the whole series throughout the series is that their wealth came from it was basically like blockbuster videos yeah. And that's like a big part of why they're now poor is because that's just not a thing. That do you know a, there's a video one, chain? Do you know there's one blockbuster that's still in existence? One. I think why? it's in uh I think it's in like Bend, Oregon. Okay. Let's go. You just do they have Blu rays or like what's going on? No, they <laughs> have like they have like new releases. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, like on Blu ray and D V D or what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Laser disc only. Very niche. Yeah. What do you think? They went back to VHS for some reason? I don't know. <laughs> like, maybe you got like a streaming code. It's just, yeah. It's just yeah. like a little card. I mean, I mean, you have it's to a very come in to they, get it. Yeah. They definitely have, D, they definitely have DVDs. Um, I'd assume that it's just blue right now. Cause like, who doesn't have, yeah. everyone has a Blu-ray player, I right? Mean, like, I don't know. You see like record stores have kind of made a little bit, I'm not gonna say comeback, but they exist. I so mean, damn, mil- those damn millennials listen to vinyl these yeah, days. Yeah, I mean, you're more likely to find a record store than a CD store for sure. Yeah, well, there's no give Sam it twenty. Give it twenty there. years yeah. when CDs are cool again, and uh, <laughs> and like uh, the Zoomers kids are carrying around like that sixty four. C- black CD case, you know, like we used to have in high school. Mm-hmm. Are you, are, did you just say Zoomers? Like, did you just create like this generation of babies that were all created during quarantine? Over, no, Zoomers. Like, because Zoomers of are Zoom? the Zoomers are Generation Z. They're the ones yeah. after us. They're like, uh, they're the ones that are like graduating high school, going to college right now, mm-hmm. aren't Zoomers. they? They're called yeah. Zoomers. They're all on TikTok and shit. That. I've heard. Yeah, there's a, Gen that's the TikTok Z, generation. Heard it Jimmy's too Zoomers. old to know the term Zoomer. Jimmy, you're, Jimmy, you're such an old millennial. Yeah. <sighs> uh, no, yeah. So they called Gen Z. That's just a different ter- term for huh. them. For I, I think when people started calling people boomers, then for some reason they called the other ones Zoomers. That I, it's not clever by any means. I but think that's just what they call them. 
I think it's great yeah. in relation to now that everyone's had to learn Zoom. Yeah, that's what it is. That's because the <laughs> it's video chat related. <laughs> um, well, cool. All right. Well, hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to this podcast. Uh, first and last, if you would like to hit us up on the social medias, we have a Twitter and a Gmail account at F and L podcast that you can make show suggestions or just uh, send words our way if you would like for any reason. Also, whatever uh, words you want. Sh- yeah, whatever shout words you want. Shout out to uh, Gil Douglas who who reached out and suggested this very show, Shit's Creek. So, oh shit! So if you want to be like that human, hit we'll, us up. We'll watch it. We'll, we'll watch, watch it. whatever. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> we will do anything you ask. <laughs> um, oh god! But uh. Yeah, thank you for listening. If you uh, have a minute, you know, in quarantine when you're sitting at your home and you're not allowed to go outside, uh, rate rate the podcast um, one through five stars and be nice to us. That would be great. It would help. And that's pretty much all we got. We will see you next week for another, actually, a milestone, episode 150 Ooh. of First and Last. See which so one of us dies that episode god could be me not it not it that's probably me Uh, that's probably jenny (laughs) we'll see you next week on another first and last (laughs) goodbye Stay tuned next week when Jimmy dies. Who will survive and what will be left of them? <laughs>